Hi, this is Kim Davis, and welcome to another edition of DMN's One-on-One. Coming to you today from a very sunny San Francisco, just near the Ferry Building on Pier 1. It's the office of Koros, and I have with me the CEO of the company, PTAS. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, and just in case any of our regular readers missed it, we did cover this news recently, but Koros is, if I get it right, the rebranding of uh, two companies which came together last fall, uh, Lithium and Spreadfast. Am I right? That is right. Okay. Um, we've written about Spreadfast a lot, the social media management. Uh, Lithium, uh, I would ask you in a second just to tell me a little bit about Lithium, but yeah. what we're really going to be talking about is customer engagement, which is related, of course, to customer care and customer support, and how that is kind of creeping up in the marketing space and the need for orchestration and coherence between the two. But um, first off, maybe just a word about Lithium. Sure. So Lithium, I joined Lithium 13 months ago, and my prior career was at Advent Software, which was in a financial services, a software company that focused on financial services, but we were a Lithium customer Mm -hmm. of their community product. So Lithium, uh, born more than 10 years ago okay. was really the leader in the um, in the digital community space so cut brands large brands um, very uh, over like 450 of them had deployed these communities so right. that brands could get scale in having their customers actually communicate with each other whether it's for talking about new products together or it was solving each other's problems you know the community served both kind of a marketing and a care mm-hmm. uh, purpose but Lithium, you know, very successful in that regard and had decided um, that they would they wanted more capital to start investing and growing the footprint both organically and as well as through M&A. Mm-hmm. And that's when Vista Equity Partners entered the scene. Right. Um, now about 18 months ago. Uh, Vista Equity Partners is one of the largest private equity firms out there, fully software focused and with a real ambition to win this digital customer engagement space. And lithium looked like a really good, you know, foothold for them to gain, and then do do other M and A type work and and finance organic development of product, et cetera, from there. Okay, so this space it's interesting because um, I hear what you're saying about branded communities bringing together customers to discuss product, discuss issues and questions and challenges. Yeah. And we still see a lot of them out there, especially the um, the big uh, tech companies or Microsoft communities yeah. and Google. That's right. Those are lithium communities. Okay. <laughs> Who knew? Okay. Um, but right alongside that, of course, we have the massive global community, which is social media. Yeah. And a lot of consumers take their their words of praise as well as their complaints and their rants and their objections and their questions yes. to Twitter in particular, but to other social media channels. Um Talk to me about how that space is developing and the need to be able to respond in all these different channels to to your customers. Yeah. So it is interesting. I mean, uh, a lot of the C-suites in some of these world's largest brands um, are in some ways fearful of social media because it's complete transparency about, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly about about their businesses. And so you have public social media where you know, everybody in the world goes, and certainly um, there are generations of customers of these brands who really just live there. Right. That's how they want to communicate with their brand. They want to ask questions of the brand from social media launch points. They want to 
um, comment and collaborate with other customers and or prospective customers. So there's a rich dialogue that's happening on public social media and brands recognize they actually have to participate in that conversation. Yes. Whether they like it or not, there are still uh, concerns sometimes about what might be said, but it's better, it's gonna get said anyway. Yep. And so they want to try and cultivate relationships through uh, tools like what we provide to enhance the loyalty and the positivity of what gets said about them. Yeah. And be able to respond to problems that customers have. Um, sometimes you know, it could take the form of a crisis that an airline may experience. Yep. We have sold software to airlines so that they can jump all over whatever is being said you know, if something bad happens on, their, on, a, on an experience of a customer on an airline. So you know, there's, there's an element of trying to make sure that they're managing their brand um, identity the right way mm-hmm. um, out in that audience. But it's also, if you kind of fast forward, most of these brands recognize Social media is sort of, you know, for generations, it's the way they do business. And if you're going to do business with those generations, which certainly is important, you need to actually be participating and you need to have efficient tools to communicate with them and um, engage with them. Does this relate to something I've been hearing a lot about recently, which is kind of conversational marketing? In other words, we're all pretty tired of having ads just pushed at us, display ads and pop-up ads and every kind of ad. And we perhaps respond a little better these days to a personalized voice from a brand which comes as through social media or through um, texts or yeah. you know, all those different, more, more personal channels, I think. Yeah. Is that related to this, a, a kind of a marketing opportunity and a care opportunity? It is. I, I think if you, the reason actually that Lithium and Spreadfast got together was we both recognized that the customer journey, the digital customer journey, um, you know, very often passes through what behind the curtain, maybe multiple teams Mm -hmm. at the brand's site. Could be a marketing team going to a care team, you know. And so very often, you know, there's a marketing campaign and it's appealing, somebody buys something and then then they wanna make sure they've got the resources to use it properly so they may go directly to the brand via social media to get help or they may go into a community of other users right. to get help and that journey um, in most brands today is is a disjointed journey where depending on where that customer is in the journey um, the team that they're working with may or may not know right anything about them or where they were before they got to them and so the, the, the concept for us in bringing the two companies together is that we can bring the products together into a platform that helps you orchestrate that journey so that marketing informs care, care can inform marketing, and we're also capturing valuable information about who that customer is so that we can make sure we're, we're communicating with them about the things that they care about yes. and, and not marketing to them, for example, uh, if they've got a problem you know, that you're in the midst of solving. I can personally relate to that. Um, my, I had a basketball hoop in my, on my mm-hmm. driveway and my son is this high school basketball player and he pulled it down, broke the backboard and I was trying to see if I could just go buy a new backboard. Right. And I really couldn't, couldn't find the answer to that. You know, on social media, I went into a community, there was really nothing there. Um, you know, and unfortunately, then I'm getting emails. Meanwhile, because I hit some of the websites, right. they're tripping me, saying, "Hey, do you want to go buy basketballs? Do you want to go buy these other things?" 
You know, I mean, that's that's the limit of modern technology. Yes. But it's the problem we're trying to solve in this digital um, experience. And it really should be, we should be capable of knowing who a customer is, what they're interested in, where they came from, what's going on, you know, in terms of their relationship with us as a brand. Yes. So that these, you know, these customers who live on social media actually get a better experience than than customers who live in, you know, who, who use email or phone or whatever else it would be. Yeah, and it, it's becoming, I think, a pressing topic for brands because there are examples out there of brands which do this very well. Everyone always talks about Amazon, but, you know, there's a number of them. Mm-hmm. And when you get used to a seamless experience where every time you show up, whether it's on chat or yeah. email or you give them a call and they know who you are, yeah. because one imagines all my information history is there on that dashboard before yeah. whoever I'm dealing with. When that doesn't happen, we have the fragmented experience. It's super frustrating. Yeah. Everyone's had this when you you contact a brand through one channel and they love to hear from you. Then you contact them through another channel and it's like, What's, can you spell your name? Can I have your account number? I know, yeah. And that, that still <laughs> happens a lot, of course. Totally. Um, what do... Do brands across the board recognize that good service and good care is really a marketing opportunity? Well, that's actually the revelation that resonates incredibly well with C-suite executives now. I think that's why in many cases um, digital engagement lives in marketing because they they realize that care is actually the best form of marketing. Mm -hmm. You're building a relationship. When... When does that end consumer ever feel better about you than when you've just solved a problem for them in an elegant, you know, personalized way? Yes. I mean, so I think that they, they recognize that um, if, if we can empower the marketing team with a receptive cohort of customers or prospective customers because of an experience that they've had with the brand in a care context, the receptiveness of that marketing campaign is actually going to be, get boosted tremendously. So that that is not a difficult sell. And, and mm-hmm. many of the brands who we, we do business with, they're organized to take advantage of that dynamic. What they have historically had is one system that supports the marketing campaign and another system that supported the care campaign. And then they may or may not have had a community, which right. is effectively uh, a many-to-many you know, tool set that, that can service both care and marketing use cases. Right. And so what we've done with Spreadfast and Lithium coming together is now Coros is we're basic, we're, we're, we have the workflows that, that span the continuum and we're building the analytics capabilities to generate the business insights so that marketing can be more effectively targeting at the right times and care can also be ready for what's coming downstream from marketing and you understand that customer better so that you can tailor whatever it is that they're getting in a, in a more specific way. And it's, it's, there's two sides to this, isn't there, of course, because the, the marketing element, it needs to know what's going on in care. Your example, marketing to people yeah. at the wrong time when they've got a problem. But on the care side, if you know that the person who has just called in with an issue or a complaint is a customer with very promising lifetime value, yeah. and that's worth knowing, isn't it, if you're trying to help them out? This is a valuable customer. It is, no question. So you, you would love to know, okay, wow, I need to make sure I jump right on top of this. And actually, that's 
that's workflow that's built into the product to recognize who's coming in right. and let's let's make sure that they rise to the top of the queue in terms of our responsiveness. Um, we've also historically been been understanding people's prevalence and their influence on social media. So to the extent that you have a customer that's incredibly influential and active on social media, our brands have the ability to identify those things as well so that they can make sure they're they're doing a great job. Community in some ways also rewards people um, when you have really active customers that are in there um, engaging with you on, you know, product ideas as well as helping other customers. Um, our software helps promote their status and um, that can come in the form of material reward for what they're doing or just just bringing them behind the curtain on on key decisions that the brand is making and how to engage customers or what to build yeah so there you know in social media I think people um, you have very active passionate customers and you want to make sure that you're listening to them and taking care of them and building loyalty yeah um, as best you can. So you need technology to kind of help you identify those people. The interesting thing is, um, although what you're doing isn't about sales, we could be having a very similar conversation about the confluence between marketing and sales and how they need to be working from the same data, the same profiles, the same understanding. What we seem to be moving towards, see if you agree with this, is a situation in which it may be marketing that owns it, but where sales, marketing, support, possibly even supply chain, if you want to go that far, mm-hmm. they start to be working from the same data sets, perhaps the same dashboards, customized oh, yeah. appropriately. No and you start to see an entire digital organization rather than these traditionally quite separate units. I agree. It's, uh, and many, actually, some of our customers started as true digital, digital organizations. Mm-hmm. So the only platform they use is our platform. Um, usually also though a CRM books and records system, a customer yep. record. So we do um, capture customer identification information or whatever if they authenticate in and approve that. Um, but there's usually we're coexisting in, a, in, a, in another infrastructure. You know, that might have a Salesforce CRM system, um, you know, for sales, or it may also be their, their service cloud, you know, deployment. Could be Zendesk, could be yeah. SAP, could be Oracle. And we supplement those systems. For the digital audience, we're the catcher's mitt, we're the interface, we're the, the line of first defense, but we have to be able to integrate with those books and records systems mm-hmm. to take what we know if it's a if it's a care case or if it's a you know um, you know preference or you know we, we are capturing a lot of different information that we then want to integrate back into that core CRM system right um, mostly the CRM system there are other systems that we integrate to on the marketing side mm-hmm. upstream with um, creative content generation etc but it is it is uh, our obligation to coexist in these older infrastructures yes. that are that are the mainstay for arguably the you know what in today's day and age is still most of the brand's customers who are still used to using email and coming at things you know in in older ways. But we sit on top of that. We create cases that we pass over. We capture information that we pass over so that the brand now has a better awareness of who those customers are right. and can leverage that information to engage them you know, outside of digital as well if they need to. You mentioned Zendesk. You must need to have visibility into what's happening at the call center as well, presumably. 
Um, our, well, norm, oftentimes the call center who, who is using Zendesk mm-hmm. are also the same people that are answering questions through the digital care okay. tool that we provide. Right. And sometimes it's a separate team. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Everybody tends to have access to Zendesk and they can see. And then the activities that are getting initiated in our tools get passed into Zendesk so that everybody has awareness of those as well. Got it. Yeah. Okay, just a closing question, and I've been framing this very much in terms of consumers or talking about that kind of space. Um, does the topic we've been discussing really have applicability in B2B as well? Uh, it does, very much so. Um, many of our customers are B2B customers, mm-hmm. so we have, um, we have customers who use us both in a B2B and in a B2C context like Microsoft um, or Google or others. So um, when there is complexity in an end product, uh, and oftentimes those products are bought by businesses, then our community solution is an effective way of of helping get that expertise to those end customers because um, customers love to help customers in a complex sort of B2B sort of use case. So that's one. And then very often you have B2B use cases that have so much volume. Um, an example would be uh, a telecom provider, yes, like T-Mobile or Sprint, yes. where they have so many different agents out there doing work in the field for their customers. And when they have questions, they'll come in using you know the, the, the digital care tools in the community as well. So. Um, it depends. We, I would say we're probably a third B2B, maybe two-thirds C2C or B2C mm-hmm. in, in terms of the, the, the customer base that we have. But we're finding more and more use cases of relevance and business profiles of relevance because more and more people are, are you know, doing things digitally. Okay. And then we also have, um, you know, one of the things that, that we're very excited about is messaging asynchronous messaging. Course, yes, yes. So you have, as everybody knows, sometimes when you go for help online, you, you're in a chat situation and if you leave, you have to start over and things like that. <laughs> yeah. So we now have the ability where many of our customers actually have an app on, you know, they have an app for their customers to access their services. And one place the app goes is the community and another place the app goes is asynchronous messaging to get help on something. Um, uh, and those are those are our tools. So it's a um, you know becoming more and more universal. I would say the use cases and, and the B two C B two B division. Okay, it's um, part of the space which is changing and developing rapidly. And Pete, yeah. I'd like to really thank you for giving us an overview of it and giving us your insights. Thanks All for right. joining well, us. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks everyone, and look out for the next one on one.